Well, bless the wonderful name of Jesus, everybody. Hello, this is Pastor Mark A. Stroud, and I thank you so much for joining me for another broadcast right here on Kingdom Rock Radio. Well, on today's broadcast, we're going to start a whole new series. This series is entitled, Can We All Get Along? In this series, we're going to talk a lot about the word love and how to love God, yourself, and each other. Jesus said, by this will all men know that you are my disciples, by your love one for another. We're going to have a great time. And to start off this series, here's part number one. And this is entitled, I am fasting for a change. Some things will only change by fasting. So we're going to talk about fasting today and a whole lot more. So check it out. Now, don't forget to go to our website at www.kingdomrock.org. It is there that you can get today's message and the entire series. All right, without any further ado, here comes today's message, which is subtitled, I am fasting for a change, right here on Kingdom Rock Radio. Father, we thank you in Jesus' name for this day and for the uh, rich blessings that you have in our lives. Lord, we welcome your holy presence in this place, and we agree to partner with you that the word of God may be sent forth uh, throughout this local body and throughout the world. Holy Spirit, have your way in this place. Say what you desire to say. I agree to partner with you today and I submit myself to you. Have your way with all that's within me, I pray. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, all right. Well, today we're going to be speaking from the subject of, uh, really, we're still in the series. We started part one last week, but this is the, I guess, unofficial part one in the series. The series is entitled, Can We All Get Along? Can we all get along? And a part of that getting along that will start us off with uh, today's message is entitled, so I guess this will be part two, but officially part one. Today's message will be entitled, Fasting for a Change. Turn to your name and tell them, I'm fasting for a change. Fasting for a change. You saw the video as we began uh, began today's uh, ministry of the gentleman there who just couldn't wait to eat at 12 to 12 o'clock. Um, he, I don't think he did anything right in that it wasn't it wasn't about food. It's about worship. It's about your worship to the Lord. It's about you giving yourself to Him. So we're going to be talking about that today, since we since we will be in. Uh, since we will be starting our uh, fast on tomorrow, tomorrow through the 21st, uh, I, I felt it needful of the Holy Spirit to bring to you uh, some items uh, that will help you during your fast time. Now, again, while we are fasting, you're going to be praying. One thing that you're going to be praying is the church vision. You can be praying the church vision. The church vision is in four parts. One is to love, right? To exemplify the love of Jesus Christ. The second one, to teach. Teach the word of God with understanding. Third, to engage the believer in their purpose. Four, to proclaim the gospel to the world with power and conviction. Now, as I say, you're praying this for our church. Understand that Jesus has planted you here to be a part of this church. You are the church. We know the church is not the box that we're in. It's not the building. It's the people. We are the church. And Jesus plants you in the local fellowship. And when he does that, the church's vision becomes your vision. All right? So you're going to exemplify the love of Christ. You're going to be the example of his love. Hallelujah. You will be able to teach others with understanding. Hallelujah. 
You will be engaged in your purpose, fully engaged in your purpose. Hallelujah. And you will proclaim the gospel to the world with power and conviction, not just in word, but also in action, in lifestyle. We don't, the world doesn't need any more lip service. They want to see something. Hallelujah. All right. So I've already shown you uh, the prayer. Uh, well, I read to you the prayer that, that's in the back of your handouts, in the back of your books. That's the prayer there on the screen. So we'll go a little bit further today. All right. So let's talk a little bit about this fasting. Uh, this is in several sections I have to show you today, several sections. We will not get to it all of all of it today, but we'll at least get started on it. This fasting is a is a time of detoxification. Say with me, detoxification. All right, we'll talk about that. This is a cleansing fast of body, soul and spirit. During this time. We should come away from worldly influences such as movies, books, uh, games, internet, social media. Woo, don't throw rocks at me now. TV and uh, video games and music. It's a time to clear our heads and hearts of worldly darkness and present ourselves before the Lord. You only have 21 days. Now, the enemy, Satan, your accuser, your adversary, is constantly at work trying to plant seeds of lies. And he uses many of these things. And throughout the year, we can become more contaminated with his thoughts, with these lies, what society says, what the news says, and all these other things. And let me just be honest with you. The Lord had to really deal with me and deep begin to decontaminate my thinking, my thoughts, because um, uh, was it last year or the year before when all of the uh, uh, you saw on the news? It seemed like to me it was like almost every week you saw another black, another black man being killed out there by the police and all of that. And all of that, the enemy began to whisper in my ears, you're going to be next. 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 They're going to falsely accuse you and you're going to be shot. They're going to falsely accuse you and you're going to be shot because that's all I saw on the TV. And so the enemy planted that stuff in me. And so I had to get that mess out of me, that fear out of me. And I would begin to go places, see the police there. Love the police. My father was a policeman. Hallelujah. I'm friends with, with several chief of police and, and officers and all that stuff. And I uh, was just that close to being a, a police chap, chaplain. May, may, we'll see what Lord wants to say about that. So we back the blue. But what I'm telling you is that this fear was there. And where did it come from? The media. It came from all of that stuff that was there. They're going to falsely accuse you, and this and that and the other. They're going to put you in jail, and this and that and the other. You're going to die. So the Lord began to deal with me, and I began to have that attitude. I'm going to die. <laughs> That's where I want to go anyway. Praise God. Amen, amen, amen. <laughs> you know, I'm trying to get there anyway. Hallelujah. You know, and just he began, just many other ways. But what I'm telling you that that's just one example of how all of that stuff can contaminate our thinking 
contaminate our thinking and we can bring in fears from the world and all this other stuff. It can really get into our hearts and minds. This society is riddled with, um, with sexual things and perversions and all this other mess that's here. We are in the world, but we're not of it. But all of the world is trying to conform us in our thinking, and it tells you you're no good, you're not good enough, you're not tall enough, you're not short enough, you know, you're, you're not, you're, you know, whatever. They, all this world is always telling us that we are not enough of whatever it is. All this stuff is here. We're living in this stuff, and you're seeing it. And much of this stuff we're feeding to ourselves. So this is a time of, of us being detoxed and getting away from that and beginning to see our true identity in Christ. If you find yourself uh, always angry or find yourself uh, depressed, find yourself miserable, find yourself lonely, uh, if, if you find all these negative emotions in you and every once in a while it just keeps cropping up, keeps cropping up, that's something that has gotten in the walls. It has gotten, it has gotten in the camp. And we need to get this stuff out the camp, but it won't happen unless we pull away. Are you understanding? Our default setting is uh, the fruit of the spirit. We should have uh, love, joy, and peace in our hearts. We should have uh, long suffering. That is also, that's called patience and gentleness and goodness should be in us 24 seven. Meekness, temperance, and faith 24 seven. That's your default setting. And if we are not there, then that means that something else has gotten in and has contaminated us. Does that make sense? Yeah. Hallelujah. That's our default setting. You find yourself just going off and saying things like, y'all going to make me lose my mind. Y'all going to make me act a fool. Up in here. up in here. If you found yourself, I mean, you're really about to go off and you can't, you're like, wow, and you know that's not you. Amen. That's not me. Yes. I don't want, especially when you say, I don't want to be that way. Yes. Then there's an internal war going on. Amen. When you know how you want to be and you don't like this in you and you want to separate yourself from that, there's an internal war and internal struggle that's going on. And as long as you have that war and struggle, you'll never have that internal smile. There's an internal smile that God grants you when your soul is at peace, when your soul is at rest. A smile that comes from the inside and forces its way out and you'll find it on your face. There's a smile that you can initiate, smile. You initiated that, but then there's an internal smile it's a sigh of relief and you just smile and you don't know why, you just feel good. Your soul is at peace, your soul is at rest. But we can't have that and be contaminated with all the other stuff. Sometimes we got to pull away and you've got 21 days. Some people ask me, well, Pastor, can I eat this? Can I, eat, can I drink this? Can I drink? Listen, you can eat and drink whatever you want to. How badly do you want this? How badly do you need this? Does that make sense? Amen. Hallelujah. 
So I want you to consider this. Let's look at Joshua, Joshua 3, verse 5, Joshua 3 and 5. And it says here, then Joshua told the people, this out that New Living Translation, purify yourselves, for tomorrow the Lord will do great wonders among you. Purify yourselves, consecrate yourselves, come away, because the Lord's about to do something wonderful among you. But you got to pull away first. Let's look at 2 Corinthians, the sixth chapter, 2 Corinthians 6, 14 through 18. King James Version, it says, be ye not unequally yoked together with unbelievers. For what fellowship hath righteousness with unrighteousness, oh, and what communion have light with darkness? And what accord, rather, um, and what concord uh, hath Christ with Bilal? Or what part hath he that believeth with an infidel, or that is to say an unbeliever? And what agreement hath the temple of God with idols? For ye are the temple of the living God. As God hath said, I will dwell in them and walk in them. That, that term walk in them actually also means walk among them. I will dwell in them and walk among them and I will be their God and they shall be my people. Now, to help bring this out, we'll go in a second. Help bring this out. God said, this is the agreement that he's made with us. He will one dwell in you. Praise the Lord. Feel your chest and say, thank you, Lord. He will dwell in you. He said that he will also walk among you. It says walk in them in King James, walk among you. Now I need, a, I need someone to help me demonstrate right quick. Come on quickly. All right, Gordon, oh, praise God. Got a new one, praise God. All right, Gordon is going to symbolize the Lord. God said he will be in you and that he will also walk among you. So Gordon, would you walk among the aisles? He's walking, God is also walking among you. He's walking among you. He's even blessing the people. Look at there. He's even walking among you. God walking among you. Like one of us walking among you, touching you, being with you. He loves you so much that he desires not only to be, not only to be in you, but to be with you. I want you to see that picture, okay? Thank you, Gordon. I mean, he's going around, going around, going around everybody. Give God a hand of praise with him, for him. All right. So he says again, and, uh, and what agreement have the temple of God with idols? For ye are the temple of the living God. As God has said, I will dwell in them and walk in them or walk among them. And I will be their God and they shall be my people. Verse 17. Wherefore, what? Come out from among them and be ye what? Separate, saith the Lord, and what? Touch not the unclean thing, and I will what? I will receive you, and uh, will be a father unto you, and you shall be my sons and daughters, saith the Lord Almighty. So there's a time of separation when the Lord says, come out, come away, come out, come away. Many times Jesus went into the mountain to pray. He came out, he came away, and he was Jesus Christ, son of God, God in the flesh. And he came out and he came away from the people, came away from those influences to be recharged, to be in the Father's presence. And this is what you and I will also have to do again. Let's look at Matthew once again, Matthew 17, Matthew 17 verses uh, 19 through 21. 
It says this, and we've been over this before. It says, then came, uh, then came the disciples of Jesus apart and said, why could not we cast him out, cast that demon out? Jesus said unto them, because of your what? Unbelief. Say unbelief three times. Unbelief, unbelief, all right, because of your unbelief. For verily I say unto you, if ye have faith as a grain of mustard seed, ye shall say unto this mountain, remove hence to yonder place, and it shall remove, and nothing, say nothing, and nothing shall be impossible unto you. Howbeit, this kind goeth not out, but by what? Prayer and Prayer and fasting. So prayer and fasting is the cure of unbelief. Prayer and fasting is the cure of unbelief. Uh, prayer and fasting will cause uh, your faith to grow. Will cause your faith to grow. All right? Because prayer and fasting pulls you away and gets you in an atmosphere of miracles. Prayer and fasting pulls you away and gets you to an atmosphere of miracles. All right? Do y'all stay with me today? This is a time to only allow the pure word uh, through Bible reading and Bible listening, prayer and uh, meditation uh, to flow into and through our lives. It is a time to reinforce our identity in Christ uh, through confession of his word. And this is why uh, you will also find on the back of your um, study guide for today. You find on the back of it, you will find your confessions. This is something that you need to confess on a daily basis. Uh, there are 10 confessions here, and I'm not, we don't have the time for me to go and read them all today. Okay, for the, for the sake of you that are watching online and for the sake of those on the phone ministry and radio ministry, I will go ahead and do that today. All right, the first one is, uh, I am crucified with Christ, nevertheless I live, yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. And you see the scripture references all down here. Number two, I am a, I am a what? Righteous. Righteous and holy man of God. Let's go, let's read them together. Ready? Verse uh, number three. I love the Lord my God with all my heart, soul, strength, and mind, and I love my neighbor as myself. I humble myself before the Lord. You see the scriptures. Number four. God supplies all my needs now. God's wealth is circulating in my life, and there is always a divine surplus. Five. I believe in Jesus. Therefore, great signs and wonders follow after me. Six, the glory of the Lord shines about me, in me, and through me, and changes the world around me. Seven, I am valuable, significant, loved, and accepted. I am affirmed in Jesus Christ before God, so I no longer look for the affirmation or approval of man. That's a big one, by the way. Eight, my failures have become ministry. My pain has become power. Romans 8, 28, of course. Nine, I live godly before others and I delight in God's word. Therefore, whatsoever I do will prosper. You know that Psalm 1, of course. Number 10, I am holy because he is holy. 
So all these, we're, you're confessing the word of God over your life. You're confessing this over your life. So what are you doing again? You're coming away from the worldly contaminants, coming away from that, and you're beginning to reinforce your identity in Christ. This is a time for us to become sober, but yet drunk in the spirit. Amen. And you only have 21 days. This is a spiritual detox led by the Holy Spirit. So he has given us all grace to do this. I feel like jumping. So we have grace to do this fast. You have grace to fast. Hallelujah. So this is not drudgery. You have grace to do this. But listen, but be prepared. Detoxing doesn't feel good. Your body will fight you with cravings, but you must master it. Demons will fully engage, please. Thank you very much. Your body, your body will fight you with cravings, but you must master it. Demons will attempt to uh, overcome, demons will, will tempt you, but you must overcome them. And people will annoy you but you must be patient with them. I'm telling you what's about to happen, whether you want to know it, hear it or not. So you're going to have to guard, stay on guard with your body. Your body will want these things. No, master that. Demons will tempt you. No. And people will annoy the, the stuffings out of you. You must be patient with them. Because as you become more spiritually sensitive, it's going to feel like someone with their nails on a chalkboard running down. As you become more spiritually in tune to what God is saying, be on your guard and be ready. You're being detoxed. You only have 21 days. During this fast, expect demons to be cast out. You may not actually see it, but things will go from you, from your home, and from around you. As you welcome in the light, the darkness has to go. It cannot be in the same place. Expect demons to be cast out. Expect your faith to grow. Expect understanding to increase and receive um, some, some measure of breakthrough in every area of your life. Again, if you pray and fast and seek the face of the Lord, as you detox yourself from the things of this world, as you make confession of who Jesus says you are, then you can expect these things to happen. If this fast for you is just coming away from food, then you'd be like that man on that video. That's all you want to get. If you just want to go on a crash diet, you can do that anytime. This is not that. Are you hearing? There are three things to consider during this fast. Three things to consider. One, you must consider the why of fasting. Why am I fasting? You must consider the why of your fasting. Two, you must consider uh, what you are abstaining from, what you're pulling away from, and uh, what are you, yeah, what are you abstaining from or what are you pulling away from? And three, thirdly, you must consider who you are drawing closer to. Because to pull away from is to draw to. 
these things must be considered in the very beginning. All right, as we're beginning to close, close out. Um, this is a time to pour out yourself before holy God and seek him for healing, deliverance, answers, understanding, and a deeper intimate relationship with him. This is that time. This is that time. This is a time to reevaluate relationships, investments, plans, motives, goals, purposes, and past decisions, and the direction and course of your life. What should you continue doing? What should you slow down? What should you stop altogether? And what should you start? All these things will be revealed to you during this time of fasting. There are some relationships that you're going to have to let go. That doesn't mean that you're going to have to unfriend them on your Facebook. It doesn't mean that you need to just say goodbye, don't ever call me no more, no more, no more. Hit the road, Jack. No, but life is like a stage. You're on, you're on, life is like a theater, should I say, and you're on stage. And you get to choose who sits in the front row, who influences you. You get to choose that. And who sits way back in the nosebleed section. You get to choose. People are like elevators. Get on the right elevator, you go up. Get on the wrong elevator, elevator, and you go down. You're going to have to evaluate who's with you and who's against you, who's helping you and who is hurting you. I hope, well, I thank God that you're hearing today. Last, last thing we're going to talk about today, we're going to talk about our recover and uh, rather rediscovering and uncovering. This time of prayer and fasting will help you to rediscover and uncover the answer to some of these age-old questions. Why am I here? What is my purpose? Where am I going? Who is helping me? Who is hurting me? You like that? Who is hurting me? What do I need? And how and who can I help? Because you do understand that you cannot help everybody. Only the fool thinks that. And y'all are not fools. You're going to have to focus. You're going to have to focus. Do y'all get that? We'll let that stay on the screen a little bit longer for you if you were in those down. Or you can go back and get the CDs and so forth and so on later on. Focus your attention on three to five core areas. Please hear this, and then we're going to close out here today. Focus your attention on three to five core areas of attack. We're aiming the axe at the root and not the fruit. We're in this thing to kill it, to kill the tree. Not trying to pick fruit. We want to kill it because there are some things that got on your last nerve. Some things that you say, I can't take this no more. There's no need of caressing it anymore. We got to be done with some things. So this fast, during this fast, expect to hear the voice of the Holy Spirit. Expect to hear his voice. Now he's very diplomatic. The Holy Spirit at times, he's very diplomatic at times. I'm telling you, he'll tell you what to do, how to say it, and how to walk this thing out. And some other times he'll just say, just stop. 
If God tells you just stop, just pull away, do that. If he says make it clean, make a clean cut, then make it clean cut. Don't, don't play around with it, be done. Hear his voice. He knows best. Say with me, the Lord knows best. Okay, you're going to have to hit these areas three times a day. Hit these three to five areas. Please hear me. Hit it three to five times, or rather hit these uh, three to five areas. Hit it three times a day. You're going to have to be specific, and you're going to have to write these down. Be specific, and you're going to have to write these things down. Don't just keep them up in your head. You're going to have to be specific and write them down. That means when you leave here, you have to get with God, okay, what's really getting on me? What do I really need to change? What do I really, what is it? What is it? These three to five areas, you write those things down. Be specific as you can. Write them down. And we hit these in prayer uh, every day. Then you're also going to read uh, scriptures and make confessions and um, you hear messages or sermons that are related to those areas. Something that will build your confidence, build your faith in it. Are you hearing? Amen. To reinforce your faith, you're going to do that. And you're going to use the name of Jesus as you pray. I'm not saying, Lord Jesus, get these people. No, it's not I'm saying that. I'm saying you're going to pray in the name of Jesus. Amen. Are you hearing? I had to make it specific for you. Psalm 55, verse 16 and 17 says this. For as, rather, as for me... I will call upon God and the Lord shall save me. Listen, as for me, I will call upon God and the Lord shall save me. Look at the verse, look at verse 17. Very particular. Notice how it reads. It says what? Evening and morning and at noon will I pray and cry aloud and he shall hear my voice. Three specific times. You can pray all day long. It's fine. But these are three specific anointed times that I give you today. Evening and the order is also specific because the evening actually starts the day. Evening, go back in Genesis, in the evening and the morning were the first day. It goes evening, morning, around that way. Okay? You're praying in the evening, starting tomorrow evening. Your first prayer time, tomorrow evening. Official prayer time. Evening. So that's really, we can say about six o'clock and then six o'clock that next morning and then 12 noon. Six, six and 12. That makes sense? Evening, morning and at noon will I pray and cry aloud and he will hear my voice. Okay, so again, as we close, you're going to hit these areas, specific areas, these three to five areas. Hit them hard in prayer. Bring these things before the Lord. You're going to be going through some spiritual warfare as well. Uh, taking on these spirits and renouncing these things. And we'll talk about that. You'll be renouncing some things that have really given you trouble, really given you issue. Calling upon the name of the Lord. You're really going to hit it because now you're in a corporate fast. This is not just you towing the line, but this is the body praying with you. So you're praying these items that I've given you, you're praying that, and then you're also praying about your three specific areas. I didn't tell you to pray, keep on praying for days there. I want you to be specific. I want you to use your energies on these root items, three to five root items that we're gonna deal with. 
There'll be other times of fasting this year, but we need to knock these out first. Does that make sense? I pray you've heard the word of God today. We'll stop there in Jesus' mighty name. Give the Lord a mighty hand of praise. We are done for the day. Come on, let's pray. We pray that you are blessed today by the ministry. Remember, if you would like to hear this message in its entirety and even hear the entire series, just go to our website at www.kingdomrock.org. That's www.kingdomrock.org. We will be so glad to connect with you. While you're there on the website, make sure to consider a financial donation in support of the ministry. And don't forget, if you're in the area, stop on by and visit with us every Sunday morning at 10 a.m. and Wednesday night at 7 p.m. We're located at 180 Helton Road in Bremen, Georgia. Stop on by. And don't forget, while you're on the website, sign up for Kingdom Inspirations. We believe it's going to be a blessing to you. All right, until next time, remember that Jesus loves you and so do we. Choose him as your Lord today. Only he can make a way.